Hello and welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. I am your host, Joey Crundwell, here today with my main man, Ron Kluinski. How are you doing, Ron? Don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> your side piece. You know that. Um, Ron, do you have any amiibos? What? Meatballs? Any amiibos? Amiibo? I have one amiibo. Oh, actually, shit. Which, which I do amiibo? not. Oh, actually, it's not my amiibo. Is it Andrea's? It's Andrea's amiibo. For Animal Crossing? Nope. For Zelda? This is a bet this is a better game than what you came up with. Let's keep going. <laughs> Figure out the one amiibo that we have. Um is it yeah, is it a Zelda amiibo? Nope. Oh, okay. Oh shit. Um what else does, does Andrea play? I got all day. Um she has I know she was big on is it is it a Mario type? Amiibo? Yes. In the Mario a, family? It's a Mario type. Okay. Oh, for Smash Brothers? No. Not for Smash Brothers. But the character for... is in Smash Brothers. Okay. Oh, it's Toad. Nope. Yoshi. Specific Yoshi. Yo- yarn Yoshi. Which Yarn Yoshi? Pink. Yes. That's the one I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yoshi's <laughs> Woolen World or something, right? Uh, Woolly World. Yeah. Yoshi's Woolly World. So if you were, if Amiibo were out when you were, let's say, 12 years old, how many do you think you'd have? Uh, probably not a lot because they were, they're still expensive. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So I just feel like you had a lot of collectibles. Like if that. I had, like if had, I had the disposable income that I had, had five years ago and uh, and I was then, I would probably have a lot of them, probably more than you. Yeah. More than me? Yeah. Do you know how many I have? Yeah, I know. I know how many you have. Like 80, I think. I, I know. I know how many you have. I've, <laughs> seen, I've seen your shelf. I just bought three more. That's, that's a, it's a, I bought the, the two pack for Metroid what, what are they? What are they used for now? Um, putting on my shelf. <laughs> I don't know. Like just extra <laughs> stuff. Like the Metroid Dread ones give you like a power sell a day and like refills your missiles once a day or something it is really funny because they they try to like limit it like they don't want to give you an amiibo that gives you too much of a boost even though it's basically kind of like a paid dlc booster pack yeah, like you're i was gonna say it's, yeah but uh, nope don't don't want you to don't want them to be too and i get that to an extent because then you're you're making it a very classist kind of thing you know what i mean like then all the rich people get all the good stuff and us, i mean us poor people yeah but that's, i say us poor people with 80 that's that's the only way you can get creepy mario creepy mario in mario maker oh i haven't i haven't played that yet the, the where you get like the, the the lanky mario oh really i think that's the only way you can get lanky mario is or and that, no that's like that's the quickest way to unlock it i think Huh. I'll have to start playing that then. I bought it, but I haven't touched it. Um, Wait, the Wii U Mario Maker? Yeah, Mario Maker 2, I think I have. No, I'm talking about Wii Mario Maker, like the original Mario Maker. I don't know if it's in, I don't oh. know if Linky Mario is in Mario Maker 2. I just bought the second one because I had, I think it has most of the resources from the first one plus Super Mario World and. Mm. I heard that the like, level making stuff. stuff is not as good because it doesn't require the touchscreen. So they mm. got rid of a lot of those controls. 
and it makes it harder Interesting. to harder to do stuff. Hmm. Hmm. Well, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we just start like in the middle of a conversation. Yeah, why not? What are we doing today, Joey? <laughs> what we're doing today, Ron, is we're going to play a game that we're calling for now. Who knew that review? So dumb. And then everyone <laughs> cheers, and there's like music that I don't know. I don't no, sing. I'm not. I'm not making music for that. I'm not making anything for this. Yeah, do it. You got to do it. You said you would make interstitial. Not for that though. Damn it. Well, I'll pay you five dollars, which is five dollars more than I paid for the yes for the rest intro and outro music. But um. Yeah, we we don't. I I don't know if that's going to be the name. There, we'll have a name, but basically, it's going to be a game where we guess video games based on their review. So, I've picked out three games. Ron's picked out three games, and we will read the reviews and omit keywords, so character names, publisher names, titles, things like that. Um, and we have to guess what game they are. And we've never done it before. It's it's sort of it's taken inspiration from the MinMax shows uh, podcast uh, game back of the box trivia where they read the back of a box of a video game box and they omit certain words. I thought it might be fun to do with reviews. So we're going to try it. This is our test run on that. So that's going to be our main course. But before we get to that, let's talk about some news. So Microsoft, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator uh, is coming out with a con- well. Sorry, they're not coming out with a controller. Turtle Beach is coming out with a controller for Microsoft Flight Simulator. The pre-orders went up on Wednesday. They sold out immediately. There are more coming November fourth. It's a full flight wheel and throttle. Um, if you've looked at flight sticks before, it's pretty standard. There's no actual like stick. There's no joystick, but. Um, but it's full-sized, you know, buttons, switches, all that stuff. $379.95. Um, there's no release date for it. Just the pre-orders came, went up. It says coming soon on the website. But uh, it is it is hefty in price. And as much as I'm into Flight Simulator, I have been. I kind of fell off recently. But I feel like if I were if I were rich or if I had a lot of money, I would probably have a fucking room full of these things. Like, very, like the old... Um, Oh God! What was that one for the X, the original Xbox? Was it Battle Steel Battalion? Steel Battalion, yeah. Full. They had pedals and all whole panels of buttons and everything. It was amazing. I probably would have that. Um, I'd probably have the flight stick that came out for Ace Combat Seven. I'd probably have fighting sticks and all that kind of stuff. But so um, these things are expensive. I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like a toy. It 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 is pretty, yeah. It's it, pretty limited. It, it doesn't look like the cockpit looks, of like a seven forty seven. It something. looks like it's gonna like if I like pull up and up and down on the the little sticks there, it's gonna make that sound. <laughs> I'm driving, mommy. <laughs> yeah. Um. It doesn't. It doesn't look that. Not for four hundred dollars. Yeah. Not for four hundred dollars. No, that thing does not look. I feel like you can get a more realistic one for the same price. I, I mean, I wonder if older versions, I, I imagine older versions that have come out for PC are probably not compatible. I know this is compatible for PC and Xbox, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's um, probably, I, I mean, yeah, there's probably not many flight sticks for um, 
for the Xbox for PC. I'm yeah. sure it would just work whatever whichever one you plug in. Yeah. But yeah, maybe for the Xbox specific one, this will you know no other one will work. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's um, I would again, I probably would buy it. The thing is though, like a lot of the planes that I want to fly or that I like flying in that game are not like the big jets that require a lot of control. So it'd probably be fine for those, but I I prefer flight sticks, like the the joysticks kind uh, of the hotas. Yeah. Also I mean, too, Hori... like, like looking like someone who's going to get that, like because I you know, I wanna be a I want a flight sim, they probably yeah. already have like a really nice pc they're not going to be playing it on xbox if they really want to do it you know what i mean yeah but again i don't know if if there are any i mean they maybe they modded it so that their current setup will work with it but um yeah that's actually a good question i wonder who the audience for this is but obviously it sold out right away so lots of people are are excited about it filthy casuals um speaking of controllers though guess what i so i i got up right before we started recording See look what I see what I got here. Oh, you, you bought it? Damn right, I bought it. Mm. Sega Genesis 16-bit video entertainment system. Sega Genesis control pad for Nintendo Switch Online. Then like playing six-button Genesis games on a three-button controller. What a time to be alive! I'm holding <laughs> a Sega Genesis controller <laughs> manufactured by Nintendo. I don't mean to shit on your parade there. It's, is it? It's yeah, not, no, it's not made by Nintendo. It's manufactured by Nintendo. Where does it say that? Where does it say manufactured by Nintendo? Well, it has the Nintendo seal that, of that, approval. And that means um, what in 2021? It's made by Nintendo just like a Nintendo controller is made by, by Nintendo. You buy it through Nintendo. Who do you think makes it? Sega didn't make it. <laughs> who do you think makes it? I don't know. I don't know who the fuck makes it. Maybe 8-Bit-Do? It's it's Nintendo. What I'm trying it, to there's nothing on here that says it's just it's a Nintendo it's a Nintendo licensed product. Why it's would a Nintendo? It's a Nintendo licensed Sega Genesis licensed product. That's right. So who do you think makes the Nintendo sixty four controller? Probably not Nintendo directly. Well, yeah, of course they don't make the cartridges for their games either. But but the what what what. what, what, what what the hell? <laughs> Mr. Oh. Nintendo is not sitting in a room carving controllers, okay? <laughs> How much was that? Uh, moving on. Too, um, too much. Find, too much. I think, too I think much. it was 50 bucks, yeah. That's, that's way too much. What I can't find, though, is the N64 controller. I want that so bad because I keep hearing people say they're trying to play the N64 games with pro controllers, and it just doesn't work very well because of the C-Stick and all that stuff. So I don't know. I was I able really to get it to. work working pretty well on my modded SNES classic. I was able to play, um, well, I mean, I was playing like Mario 64 on a pro controller. I mean, I used to play that on a Xbox 360 controller on emulators, like back in the day and hmm. worked just fine. So, but I mean, hmm. I guess that has, uh, yeah, no, you just map the, you map the C stick. Well, I guess I, so when you're using emulators, you can map the controller to be anything you want. Pro controller, yeah, you, you might not have those you. options. You don't. Yeah. Right, That's on one switch. of the things people are complaining about. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. Mm. Wait, did. You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> you bought the expansion. I said, 
I said that's you, what other people you, are complaining about. You didn't you didn't do it, did you? I did. I, yeah, I did. Yeah, I bought it. All right. <laughs> you get a discount if you're an existing customer. So so okay. Of course. You, all right. So hold on. I. So from what I've heard, that the Animal Crossing DLC that you get with it, mm-hmm. if you decide to go back to the base online. You lose that DLC apparently. Hmm. You don't actually own that DLC. It's part of the online. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, from what I I've heard, that, never... that's that's from what I've heard. I don't know if it's if it's been um, confirmed or not, but that's what I heard. So good thing I'm never never unsubscribing. <laughs> but <laughs> for all those online Nintendo games, yeah. Switch games that that's you play, right. like. That's right. Like. Yep. Like. 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 <laughs> you first. <laughs> I I don't. I. I. The only reason we had it is because Andrea was playing Animal Crossing online. And then we just never unsubscribed from it. Sort of like Netflix's DVD program. I mostly subscribe to it for the the games. So honestly, which $20 for for what was, you know offered was not a bad deal 50 is certainly high but when i looked at how many games are actually available though it was it's like 200 or something so i still think it's worth it um just probably person dependent i i'm i think i'm lying to myself a little bit because i'm like oh it's worth it because i'm going to replay some of these games and between like the nes and the snes games i paid for nintendo switch online for like a year year and a half um and I played Dr. Mario and Super Metroid. <laughs> period. That's it. <laughs> so, both, both of which you could have. Like, both of which you could have played on your NES Classic and your SNES Classic. Yeah, or my NES and my SNES, but no, didn't didn't do that either. But the only other bit of news we have is uh, Jen O'Neill, the co-leader of Blizzard, uh, is leaving the company for a nonprofit uh, nonprofit group called Women in Games International. After only two months in the position, she said, "Quote: As I've listened to the stories from people all over Blizzard and have been inspired by their courage and conviction, I've been thinking about the potential of what I can do as an individual to create the most meaningful change. I am doing this not because I am without hope for Blizzard; quite the opposite." I'm inspired by the passion of everyone here working towards meaningful, lasting changes with their whole hearts. And I think one take that I'm seeing on social media, I don't know if it's the take, like the prevalent take, but a lot of people aren't buying that, especially the, the she says, uh, I'm doing this not because I'm without hope for Blizzard, quite the opposite. I feel like if you were so hopeful that you could make change, why would not why would you not do it as a co-leader of the company which granted i think it's shitty that she would she had to be co-leader you know it's like that felt like a kind of like a nod of like oh yes we've had all these accusations of inequality and sexism and, and everything and so we'll allow a woman to kind of sort of lead the company halfway you know what i mean like that was kind of shitty she could send the passenger but, seat Right, exactly. She's the navigator. (laughs) The men are the drivers. Right, yeah. So, yeah, that definitely felt insulting and kind of shitty. 
and it almost feels like why wouldn't that, why wouldn't that be the, uh, a reason at least to be like well not, I, I'm obviously not valued enough my opinion is not valued where you trust me 100% to lead your company in, in a new direction you only half trust me um so I mean she probably she probably couldn't say stuff because of her she probably had right. some sort of contract and she can't talk negatively even though she probably wants to and all that stuff for well, whatever this, reasons this nonprofit women in games international just received a if i'm remembering correctly from the story a 1 million dollar grant from blizzard so <laughs> i'm kind of wondering if that had something to do with it it was like listen if you if you respectfully exit and don't cast too much shade at us we will give your company a grant that way we look good and we look like we're actually still trying to move forward with productive change but we don't look like the bad guy here you know i don't know now they're it's, still they're still pretty much the bad guy i i mean i agree we haven't seen anything to suggest that they're working towards meaningful change and this is just like another step backwards so i don't know i guess we'll see but um what have you been playing lately besides my mom and getting old as you wrote here in the show notes i'm so glad that you read it out every single time <laughs> uh i'm fucking phasmophobia and back for blood that's pretty much it like still still kind of getting the moving stuff going uh been kind of just like unmotivated to like not unmotivated i just can't like can't feel like I can get set into a game yet sort of thing. Like I can't like just be like, all right, today I'm going to go home and play, you know, this and kind of do that. Cause I feel like I still have a bunch of stuff to do here, which I, I do. So, yeah. um, although I am probably going to try to get the Grand Theft Auto trilogy next week. So I'll probably maybe dip my toes into that, especially since that could just be like, I could pick up and play for a little bit and put it down sort of thing. Um, I've seen more, screenshots and it looks really good it does look really good like it, yeah. I'm, I'm actually really surprised like how 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 much work they put into it i was expecting just like you know high-risk textures and a little bit but no they like i didn't i didn't realize at first that they ported it over into unreal like it's a completely basically new engine new yeah. engine so it'll be interesting I like also too like looking at the trailer like seeing like not just the draw distance increase, but like the number of cars like on screen at one time have increased and all that stuff. So like maybe feels it's going, it's probably going to feel the way it felt back then sort of thing. Like that same like wonder and amazement. It's going to, it's well, going to yeah. look as I remember it. Especially because like when you when going all the way back to Grand Theft Auto three with the idea of an open world sandbox, like we felt like we talked about in the previous podcast about Grand Theft Auto 3, um, we felt like there were so many, like, unlimited potential, right? Like, we can do whatever we want. We can go steal a car. We can, like, you know, unload in a bunch of other cars and blow, start blowing cars up and throwing grenades and cops will come and we blow them up and everything. But really what we were doing was testing the limits of the engine and we would quickly realize those limits. We would say, oh, well... You can't blow like you can't make a massive pile of cars because at some point they're going to start despawning yeah. or like not showing up as much, um, and that goes all the way to Grand Theft Auto Five. Like, there's only so much carnage you can create because there's only so much the engine will handle. But now, like, how much will 
these new games how i mean there's still going to be limits of course i'm really interested to see what kind of mechanics they've put in like can you dive out of the car in gta 3 or are they keeping that still kind of true to the original i mean i i could see it going either way like if they're trying to keep it true to the original in that sense like i can understand that but i mean they already are changing the uh weapon system and stuff like that so why not kind of throw that stuff in there too so yeah I I, but something like that i don't i can't imagine a mission that that would mess up you know what i mean i don't i can't it's been a long time but i don't remember there being any missions where it's like ah oh, if only i could dive out of the car i could really shortcut this yeah, mission. you know what true. i mean it wouldn't mess up the balance very swimming much. though would swimming would yeah you could just go right to the well that's the thing is are are all the islands going to be unlocked from the beginning no i'm that's good it's, it's probably going to be just like the game where you're going to progress through sort of you know but maybe they'll do like what they did in san andreas where as soon as you get to the next like if you were to swim to the next island you just get a wanda level immediately and right you know, that's it and like you just gotta mm-hmm. or it just kills you as you get to the other island before you know they could just do that straight up Circle starts closing. What if Grand Theft Auto characters came to Fortnite? Would you buy them? So 99 or 100 Claude's, Claude Speeds drop into an <laughs> island. Um, 100 Laz- Laszlo. If they made a Laszlo one, I would probably buy it. Only <laughs> only if they use the GTA 5 model with his dumb ponytail. No CJ? You wouldn't buy CJ? All he had to do is get on that damn train. Oh, shit. <laughs> Here we go again. Um, Here we go again. That's what he would say at the beginning of every time he landed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want Franklin. I want Franklin. Yeah. Give me Franklin. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that's enough about GTA. Anyways. We've we've talked about that enough on another podcast. Yeah. So we'll look forward to your thoughts on that. But Phasmophobia and Back for Blood. Back for Blood, we've been having a hell of a time. We're about two thirds of the way through, right? We finished Act Two last night, didn't we? No, we got to the last part before the finish oh, act two. there's okay. still those two two little chapters there that game okay. is still very hard <laughs> um i'm assuming it, it's just going to get easier as we go on and get more cards like it's got it's got to right like I, right? yeah because when we have all of our cards and we're like really far in it 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 feels fine it feels yeah. pretty well balanced but i think i think it's it, it's going to be a game where we can't just like jump in we kind of have to pre-plan which I don't know how much I'm into that, but yeah, I mean, if if that's what it is, that's what it is. Like, well, well, I'm, I'll I'll deal with it, sort of thing. I just don't like having like the pre-plan and like you know, I, I'm not I'm never a fan of like class games. Like that's why I never liked yeah. TF2 and like stuff like that. Like I kind of like that's why I was like Left 4 Dead because it was just like everyone's the same, everyone has the same abilities. You just go in, that's it. That's why I like Fortnite over Apex Legends. Everyone just goes in and that's it. No, no one has any sort of advantage, but now like, you know, this character has this extra ability. And I mean, granted in, in that game, it's not so, so much of a hindrance. It's not like it, it makes someone weaker in any way. It's just, you start out with different things. Um, but then adding the cards on top of that, it makes it a little more, I have to think about it more than I want to I just want to shoot some Zambies. Yeah, and we talked about how annoying the, the invent or the unlock system is or unlocking some of the outfits and other things like it takes like dozens of hours of grinding to get 
like one outfit kind of thing. It's it's they could they could have balanced that better, but it's been a lot of fun. I even love the chaos of when we do end up getting wiped out because it happens so fast. Like we'll be going along, we're like, oh, it's all really it's all well. up to you, Tab. Up, oh, it's all up to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoever the last person standing, we're like, all right, Paul, let's go. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You got it. I hope you're um, done. <laughs> I I just I I have to admit when it gets that overwhelming, I just sort of give up. Like I could back off and strategize and like let things simmer down for a minute but i'm like nope i'm gonna go but, try to but you can't this person. though you can't though there's like that's there's like it, it, you trying to back off like there's still there's just an onslaught of shit coming yeah. at you all the time like when when we were in the butthole um <laughs> it's the sewer <laughs> Uh, if people have played, they probably know what they know what the about, butthole but. is. Uh, <laughs> like when that when the the, uh, the 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 boomer the what is it the the reeker exploded on you you guys like all of a sudden zombies just come pouring from the ceiling right on top yeah. of you and it's like where the fuck did he even come from? Like you had no chance to even like prepare for that. They were just on top of you immediately. Like I, it's a little cheap sometimes. I feel. Um, I mean, I, I I do wonder, like, I would go, I would want to go back and play the Left 4 Dead games because with Left 4 Dead, it always felt like they were around a corner kind of thing. Like they would spawn somewhere in the distance where you couldn't see them. But in Back 4 Blood, as you're going through the level, you see lots of little spaces where they can come out of mm-hmm. little like holes in the, the ground or like there'll be. Left 4 Dead had little... that too. There'd be like little doors and stuff like that. That would be like, okay, kind of like, you know, blocked off enough to where a character your character couldn't get through but still enough for like zombies to come like crawling out of and all that stuff yeah so i would like to actually go back and play those and see how those compare um yeah i don't know if you saw the 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 article i didn't really read into it. i just saw the headline but like apparently more people are playing left for dead 2 than they are playing back for blood right now on steam Wow. I mean, I guess that's not too surprising because Left 4 Dead 2 has maintained a pretty steady player base. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I wouldn't have expected the hype or the, the like, f- you know, fever over this new experience to have died so quickly. So, yeah, I mean, like huh. I said, it's it's kind of it's it's not like a pickup and play like Left 4 Dead was. It's sort of like you have to kind of you kind of have to plan it out. Like you got to set it. It's not a game that you can easily play with randos. You know, like, especially if you're not going to have a voice chat or something like that. Like, there's no way, there's no way I would play this with other people randomly. Like, maybe or, like one person. Like maybe, if there was like maybe, three of us. Maybe. Yeah. But I mean, even then. Yeah. And then Phasmophobia has been a blast. That, fucking hard too. That, that, they, up, that update is pretty impressive. That, yeah. Like, yeah. Tab and I played the other day just to us and we got fucking crushed. <laughs> I want to say we played like th- uh, five rounds and I think we died in three of them. Like, and we used to be so good at it that we would just be in and out. Like we, we had a pattern. Yeah, uh, you guys, you guys normally approach. even just like talk on discord about just random stuff while you're just like, Oh, got this, got this. Yeah. Yeah. I got, yeah. Yeah. We're done. Um, and now we go in and, and it just, it takes, I see people holding candles a lot to like maintain your sanity. Maybe that's a good approach that we should try taking, but it it seems counterintuitive because you want to take as much evidence gathering equipment as you can the first run, you know, so you can, but we end up not finding evidence right away. So our sanity is dropping and 
Well, so I don't know if it's, did you did you see the patch notes? Did I, I sent? I told you to take a look at them. Did you actually look at? Yeah, them? I, I glanced through them. Yeah, but yeah, like you know, the ghost has is less likely to move if your sanity's higher. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, fingerprints last longer now, like two minutes instead of sixty two seconds minutes, or three yeah. minutes or thirty seconds, whatever it was. Um, but yeah, everything's like based on your sanity now. Like the lower your sanity gets, like the harder it gets. So like it gives you more of an incentive to like rush in and get as much as you can. Um, try, try, yeah, try harder. Try harder. I do love that the new map though. It's it's very scary. It's very difficult. Um, I love there's there are references. Slight spoiler alert if you haven't played it and you're looking forward to it. But some there's some Easter eggs like a a Freddy or a Freddy. I wish uh, Jason there, Voorhees mask. Is, is there a, there could be a Freddy reference in there somewhere. I don't know. I would think there would be one in the high school and I was looking, but like that would be rad if there was like claw marks or something. There could be somewhere else and maybe we just, I mean, we only go in there when it's dark. We never turn the lights on. So what if they added a boiler room, like a third floor? That would be awesome. I'm just, I'm just, ex, I'm super excited that they, he, he did like an open map. Like that's so, so cool. Like, I, I like you guys were saying, like, that just like opens it up to like a cemetery and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. you could totally do that stuff and make it work. I mean, well, yeah. Cemetery might be a little harder. Well, I guess no, if you with the modelism and stuff like that, I guess that would, that would make it work. But yeah, that game is same thing. The difficulty in that game just like ramped up like yeah. from what it was. But I love it because it's scary again. You know, it, ha- it we we got to the point where it was less and less scary, and now mm-hmm. we go in and I'm fucking sweating again. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm like, we're gonna die. One of us is gonna die. We're gonna get twisted in half, twisted in half, twisted around. <laughs> One um, picture of Tab's eyes bulging out, bulging out. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Um, I have also been playing those games uh, in addition to some Dead by Daylight with the uh, the gang. Um, that's still fun. We play a modified version of it. We play hide and go seek. I think we might have mentioned that before. So yeah, how um, I, I haven't played, I've seen, I've seen it streamed and stuff like that. Like it's, it's a PVE or no, it's a, it's a, what is it? What do they call that game? That style of game. It's a, uh, where it's a bunch of players sports. against no <laughs> sports. They call it sports. <laughs> the, uh, like lopsided, um, multiplayer what do they call that? Where it's yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to one to enemy versus four people trying to survive. Battle Royale. No, god damn it. Racing. Yeah. Tennis. Race wars. No, I don't remember what it was. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I that that sort of that sort of game. Um. Yeah. But, uh, tell me more about it. I've never actually I've never actually played it. So. So the way that the game works is it's a team of four survivors and then one killer. And the goal is for the survivors to escape. So to escape, you have to repair generators. So these generators are situated around different maps. And you have to go to them and basically just hold down a button while it repairs. And then occasionally there will be these skill checks, which is just a quick little timing puzzle. where like a, It's like a circle and this little... Um, line will go through and you have to hit the timing perfectly and if you miss it uh, it'll explode and the killer will be alerted to your presence Um, but if you hit it it'll take a little bit of time off and you keep repairing it 
and you have to repair, I think, five generators to open the doors to the level, and then you have to escape through the doors before the killer kills you. Um, and the killer goes around, has to kill you. You can be different killers. The different killers have different powers. Um, so we we went with a lot of the DLC killers. So I have Nemesis from Resident Evil, Freddy Krueger, uh, Michael Myers from Halloween, uh, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't have Pinhead from Hellraiser, but that's available. I have Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. Um, they have the creature from... Stranger Things that I'm forgetting the name of, but the demig- demigorg, they, Gem- yeah, the demi demigorgon, something like, like that. Something like that yeah. yeah, yeah, and then they have a bunch of their own original uh, enemies that are based off like horror tropes or horror archetypes or whatever. Um, and basically, the killer goes around and tries to find and kill the victims and put them on hooks. Mm-hmm. And you want to, uh, you can, if you're a survivor, you can save the other players from the hooks. But if you get hooked enough or hurt enough um, and you're on the hook long enough, you get like basically taken away by some weird creature. So whenever I watch that game getting streamed, because normally I'll just be like if I'm like going through PS now or the the PlayStation live, whatever the live streaming thing is on PlayStation, like a lot of people are always streaming that. A lot of Japanese people, too. It's always like in Japan streamed. A lot of people play that game. Um. But it always it always seems like the killers are like OP, like super OP, like the survivors. Like usually, I've never i I don't think I've ever watched it to where anybody's actually like won against the uh, the, the the monsters. Is that pretty much kind of how it is? It is. It it is really hard. We tried to play it legitimately at first, and we only had two survivors i think maybe three three survivors and it was it seemed impossible because the generators take a long time to repair and the killers are faster so if the killer spots you and is coming after you you do have some things that you can do you can like hop through a window or over over a ledge and you do that more quickly than the killer um and you can like pull down a pallet and if you pull it down right when the killer's right behind you, it'll like stun them for a few seconds Mm -hmm. and you get like some defensive objects that you can use like a flashlight. And if you flash the light in their eye, it'll stun them for a few seconds. So there's like some stuff that you can do, but it seems like you have to be pretty good at that stuff because otherwise, I mean, the killer hits you twice and you're down Mm -hmm. and then they can pick you up and go and hook you. So, and again, they're faster than you. So what's this modified? Okay. First, uh, are you guys playing with randos or are you just playing with each other sort of thing? We're just playing with each other. We do okay. a customized match, so it's not ranked or anything. We don't get okay. any experience points. And the customized hide-and-seek hide version is basically just we don't have to repair the generators, so the we set a timer for 15 minutes, and then the survivors just have to hide. And the killer can't hook victims. They just have to down them. Mm-hmm. And we can't camp around a victim. So if I tagged you and made, like got you down, so I hit you twice and you go down, I can't camp around you. I have to go away from you somewhere and go to a different part of the map. And the survivors can come and heal you, heal the person. And as soon as you see that they're up, you can go back. But it's just sort of like a trust thing, like trust that we won't. Because what we were finding in the regular mode is that that's what the killer would, would do, is that I would down you and put you on a hook and then just go wait behind a pallet nearby and watch the someone come to take you out and then I just go kill you again. So though yeah. it felt kind of cheap. So for tag, 
or hide and go seek. We just we just do it where you're just you know again trust we trust that you won't camp around the victim. Um, and then if we can get all people down within the 15 minutes, the killer wins. And we've had pretty good success in the sense that sometimes it seems impossible for the killer to win. Sometimes it seems impossible for the for the survivors to win. When we played the other day, um, it was Tab didn't play. So it was me, Paul, Russell, and Amy. And I was the only killer that ended up winning, and I won really fast. Um, and so, like, if you would just watch, it's because I'm 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 amazing. Like, I'm probably that I don't compete because I feel bad. I don't want to embarrass some of these people out here, these esports players that think they're really good. Um, but <laughs> no, I feel like I got lucky. But part of it too is I was Freddy Krueger, and Freddy Krueger is fast, so Freddy doesn't have much of a reach because he has to claw you, and you're not you know carrying a giant machete or a you know sword or anything like that. Um, but he's he's faster slightly. And so I killed or downed them pretty quickly. But when when they played as the killers, we the survivors won pretty easily. And so and that was kind of a fluke. You know what I mean? Like we played last week and I I lost. I, I was one of the killers who lost. So it can be really hard, um, but it's fun. I think it's fun. I, I don't know that we're going to continue playing it for much longer because Mario Party Superstars just came out, and that's amazing. Oh, you, uh, I, um, you're going from good games to bad games, I see. No, that's an amazing game. We played it for Halloween. Um, Amy had a little Halloween party, and we played it, and we played two games. And because, once again, I'm amazing at games, I won both times. But, hey, <laughs> I'm not trying to brag. I'm just It's just the truth. You know, I just want to Is be domination about- in it? I don't know. We didn't see it. We only played two two games. Mm-hmm. You would you would kick my ass at that mm-hmm. every fucking time. I think I might have beaten you maybe once, and it was like fucking. I, luck I or was something probably because, sick or something. Yeah, I don't. It, <laughs> every I would feel like I did so well. I'm like, oh, I got him this time, and then you'd get like five or six extra fucking. What are they? What's not the thwomps? What are they called? Uh, the like the dot. The domino the, one. The big domino guys, yeah. yeah. Um, Probably bombs or something. <laughs> I don't know, but those guys. Um, I wouldn't yeah, mind, so I, I I don't mind know, playing Dead, Light, Dead by Daylight, so if, you ever, if, if, you're, if you're on and you need an extra, I might, I might pop in and fuck up a game. Okay. So Yeah, I think that, yeah, that would be I have cool. it. It was um, a PS Plus game. I have it. I never played it because I don't want to play with random people. So... Yeah, that's one of the reasons we we played because we were like two. I think me and Paul had it, and I think Tab had it, and or no, Tab had to buy it. But yeah, it was a it was a PlayStation Plus game, so two of us had it, and we we're like, why not just give it a shot? So yeah, we'll we'll let you know. The other one is uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes, and I would say that's like the main game I've been playing. Um, I played I played through it twice, and the first time, only two people were left alive at the end out of the five. And the second time I wanted to play it to make to keep everyone alive, and I did. Um, but but I think I'm done with it now. With little hope, the last Dark Dark Pictures game, I got the platinum, so I ended up playing through it like seven or eight times. But I like House of Ashes, but there's just something, there's certain little things about the formula that I'm starting to get tired of, um, or that they ha- have changed that I don't really like. So the Dark Pictures Anthology, for anyone that doesn't know, is based on the formula of Until Dawn, the PlayStation 4 game, 
where it's a bunch of survive not survivors or not I'm like talking in dead by daylight terms now um but a bunch of teenagers who go to a cabin and spooky stuff starts happening and then you have all these choices that you can make and there are these little um uh con or uh, yeah context what are they called the action prompts uh, quick time up. events quick time events thank you yeah quick time events um and if you miss some of them, you might die. And if you choose the wrong things in the story, you might die. So it's like choice-based narrative games. But the production quality is amazing. Like it looks, it's some of the best character models in video games. That's where they spend a lot of their their graphical um, prowess and uh, like basically, you know, their graphical powers. Um, so they look amazing. They're like playable movies. And I loved Until Dawn um, a lot. It was definitely like one of my favorite PlayStation games of the time, especially. And then they started the Dark Pictures Anthology, which is going to be a series of, from what I understand, nine games. And there's going to be like, I think they're called nine seasons. games. Nine. I think I used to be, I think three or four, but I just read recently that because at the end of this one, it says that the next game is going to be the end of the first season or chapter or something like that. Um, and so I read that at this point in time, they're planning for nine, eight or nine games. So maybe they expanded it. But um, but yeah, then they came out with uh, Man of Madan, which was like a haunted ship movie and or a movie game. And I didn't really like that one. I thought it had some really serious pacing issues. And some of the quick time events were just seemed unfair and kind of loose and not super responsive um and then little hope came out and i liked that a lot better i liked the tone i liked the story and the characters more but there were still certain things like number one it was kind of buggy i played it on my ps5 and so i had game crashes there were there was this thing there was this issue where there's a heartbeat mechanic in all of the games where the killer is close to you and your heart starts beating and you have to hit hit this little there's like a heartbeat monitor on the screen you have to tap it along with your heartbeat and that was off. And so you would fail that for no fucking reason. Uh. Um, and so it, a little hope I liked it, but it had its problems. And I, I feel like House of Ashes is kind of the same thing. There's certain things in it that um, it's definitely cleaner and tighter and much better paced than Man of Badan and even Little Hope, I would say. But number one, the tone is very weird. It takes place in 2003 in Iraq during the the... Uh, Iraq war with the United States and so there's a lot of like political military story stuff and you go you you're you're a member of a of a fire team there and you are looking for a hidden missile missile silo and you fall through the the earth or like the earth opens up and you fall into this ancient um these ancient ruins and then scary stuff starts happening down there. Oh, it's a in the dark. Yeah, maybe. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, it it goes some interesting places. Like if I were to spoil stuff, I would say I would say it's a cross between two things. I don't want to say what those things are, but um, those the two things are very interesting. <laughs> if if anyone, I, I again maybe maybe in a couple weeks or something, I'll spoil it. But um. It does definitely goes some interesting places. And I didn't like it at first. Like the first 30 or 40 minutes, I was like, mm, it feels, again, there was some military stuff that was just wrong. 
um, which that's my own kind of issue is like being able to recognize when a, a salute is fucking terrible. Um, and so I was kind of annoyed by some of that stuff. Uh, and, and not only that, but like this lieutenant colonel, the one of the one of the characters is a lieutenant colonel who looks like he's probably like 28, 30. A fucking lieutenant colonel should be like 45. That's, that's what the fuck. That's, Why does this guy look young? That's the cookie, right? Lieutenant colonel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The little silver, silver cookie. Yeah. Um, and so I, I had a little, I had a hard time getting into it, but once I got into it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was another fun entry. I like that formula. I like the kind of choose your own adventure. Um, really beautiful looking games. Although I will say that there was a case of what I think is like digital brown face. So there was this actor. So like a lot of the actors are played by they'll have like a, a face kind of like Lady D from Resident Evil, where there was a model that they scanned to be the face of Lady D, but then someone else did her voice. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these these newer games with um, like photo scanning realism are I think they do that. And so a lot of the models are character models that were models and actors that were scanned in and then someone else does their voice. And there's a an Iraqi captain who's sort of one of the villains in the first part of the game. And he they they got a Middle Eastern person to do his voice, but his model is an actor who they also used in little hope the last entry who's a white dude so he's literally they they literally it's literal brown face they made him brown to be so i know that they like reuse people in that series that's sort of like the their thing so they're not actually doing their own voices in some of these they're not not in all of them there's a another character who's a doctor she's like a um i don't remember if she's like a biologist or oh she's a physicist uh she's a physicist and her character model was also in new in little hope and i i think it's the same voice actor as well and like ashley tisdale is ashley tisdale and the they scanned her for the model as well so some of them are both voice and character model but some of them are not and they just reused the white guy's character model and they gave him a Middle Eastern voice actor and <laughs> why why not I, why I, not just why not just I mean I I mean I guess cuz they already have all that mocap data and all that stuff but like and co well this game was probably developed before or at least started development before covid right I would assume Probably, yeah. Because there was a preview of it during Little Hope, so. so yeah, like, mm. yeah. Mm. So, so I, 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 I mean, in a weird way, because these games come out pretty often. I think they come out like every two years. This is like a telltale, and, like you know, just get a license and pound them out, sort of thing. I think it is, and so I think it might be a cut, a, a corner cutting thing where it's like instead of scanning a whole new person and having to animate all of that, we can just take this model that we have, and then have someone else do the mocap for the movements. But, but they just but they're they're the already doing over. the mocap, like just scan the 
the person too. It's probably not that much harder just to scan the person if you're already doing the mocap for it. You know what I mean? Just yeah. scan the actor uh-huh. that's doing the voice. Like you would think at that point, unless he's like super ugly or too handsome to be look, an Iraqi commander. He didn't look ugly. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It was very, very weird. Um, but I haven't seen anyone talking about it. So I'm like, it's weird. Cause I feel like brown face has become a point of conversation about, you know, Halloween parties and everything else. And so people are very quick to be like, Oh, that person's doing brown face. Holy shit. And this is like digital brown face. And I don't know what to do about it. I'm like, I get it. it's brown face. It feels like brown face to me, but, um, but yeah, so I don't know. So that, that, that part was very weird, mm. but, uh, but overall it was a fun, it was a fun game. It looked really good. Um, not nearly as buggy as Madapadon or little hope. Um, and I'm interested in the trailer, the trailer for the next one. This is a little bit of a spoiler. So at the end of each game, they do like a post credits thing where they show you a little preview of the next entry. Um, so if you haven't played it and you're going to play it and you don't want to hear this, go ahead and skip ahead just like 30 or 40 seconds. But um, the preview for the next game, it's called, I think it's called the devil in me. And it's like a serial killer, or like mm. a saw type thing, like setting up contraptions and stuff like that. So, mm. so yeah, those games, so those that, games look super interesting. I just don't know if I want to play them sort of thing. I, I can see them being something you watch someone else stream because the gameplay is mostly just walking around and making choices. There's not a lot of compelling gameplay, which is fine for me. I am fine with a more passive experience, but, but yeah, they're, they're, they're fun. Um, outside of that, the only thing I've been playing quote unquote playing is I was meeting with a student yesterday and he was like, oh, can I share my screen to show you something? And I'm like, sure. So he shares a screen and his wallpaper was animated. And I'm like, hey, how did you how did you get that? Because like I can remember going back like too many years, like fucking 20 years being like, man, you know, it'd be so cool if they let you use animated GIFs for your wallpaper. Like, why can't you do that? It's so stupid. And then I found out it would take a bunch of resources and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I kind of gave up on it and then the student had it and I was like, how did you do that? And he's like, oh, there's this steam app that you can get for four bucks called wallpaper engine. And there's a bunch of, uh, there's a whole big database of stuff that's already in there made by other users, but you can make your own as well. Um, and it's not very resource intensive and some of them play music. And so I just went and made a whole gigantic, like 50 wallpaper persona playlist and I'm so thrilled with it. Oh, it gets, I, I didn't realize it could cycle uh, wallpapers too. Oh, yeah, okay. you can go in there and set, and, and you can set it. It's just like a regular wall. You can set it to like certain, you know, like mindset for every 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can randomize it. You can put it in order. You can set it to where it doesn't play the music, like what I have right now. Um, why would Why would you want it to play music? That's a good, that's a good question. I mean, some of them are, have like the chill, like lo-fi beats kind of thing. And yeah, it's like, but I, from what I understand, that's what a lot of people use it for is having like this calming background. I can get that. But some of it's like persona music. It's like, bam, 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 bam. And I'm like, mm. I like it, but I don't want that looped over and over again. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Wallpaper. I mean, well, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like, if I want to listen to music, I'm going to just put on music. I don't want my wallpaper to. I don't want my wallpaper to tell me what to listen to. You can't tell me what you're not fuck my dad. You, fuck you, wallpaper. 
I'm in charge of you, <laughs> bitch. Right anyway, next desktop. <laughs> um, so should we should we get to the game? Yeah, let's 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 do this this thing so I could stop worrying about my desk that didn't get delivered. So we can do. Who knew? Come on, you gotta you gotta do the like you're the audience you're the audience right here. Okay. Who knew that? Okay, you gotta like you gotta repeat it when I say it like like you're the audience shouting back. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Who knew that? Okay, so let's play the game. So <laughs> the rules of who knew that review are uh, basically we went out and found. I mentioned this earlier, but just to recap, so we went out and found three games. We found that on the Internet Archive, the archiving site, they have back issues scanned in of uh, EGM, GamePro, Nintendo Power, a lot of old gaming magazines. They don't have a complete collection, it looks like. So we're going to have to figure out where to get those because I know that there are some archiving sites that have scanned a ton of them in, uh, like the Video Game History Foundation. So we're going to try to get more. But basically, we went and found old issues of these magazines. and look for reviews of three popular games. So we're not doing obscure, rare games. We're doing popular games that we feel confident that the other person knows. Um, and also maybe that you at home know, because you can play along, obviously. So um, these are popular, pretty well-known games. And we're going to read the reviews for these games from these magazines and omit certain key phrases. So the title of the game, obviously, character names, um, the publisher or developer names, uh, other, genre. other game references, right? Like comparisons. Like if you played this, then you, you'll like it. Um, genre. Did we talk about genre? We I did think genre. We I, should probably genre. It. Well, hmm. No, leave it in. It's pretty vague, so let's, we could leave it in. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's try it and see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. I mean, this is, this is the beta or the beta, if you will. Yeah, the, it's the, it's the beta. Um, and then, so we'll read it. And then if the other person at any point in time can guess, we're not, we don't have like, you only get three guesses or anything. You can guess as many times as you want. And then at the end, if we still haven't gotten it, we'll start giving clues, like when the game was released, who published it, that kind of thing. Um, should we give numbers? Should we give the score? If it gave it a score, should we give that right off the bat? Like here's a, well, I'm so like the game, the games I, I chose are from the EGM. Uh, and that's where they did the four, uh, for review scores. So I mean, we can, we could, we could do that maybe after we read the review and okay. read the review first and then give the scores sort of thing as like the first clue, I guess. Okay. So, um, now good. I, I say we read the entire review before we give our answer. Don't like interject. Like let's, let's hear the whole review as it was okay. sort of thing. Maybe do it that way. But what if, what if it's long? Like, what if you know? Well, like I said, like, like I'm doing the EGM ones and they're pretty short and concise. So, I mean, I don't know how long, how long were Nintendo Power reviews and Game Pro reviews. Some of them are, because are, I think I have some of the EGM ones like you do that are very short. Like it's a paragraph for each person. Are, yeah. I also have some that are longer than that. So with those, I'll go through a person and then... If you want to guess, you can try then. Um, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll play it by, I, we'll I play it by ear. We'll see. Right. So or maybe you can give an indication that you think you know. You can be like, oh, I think I got it. And then we'll finish reading and then you can guess. Okay. Because you're right. Like, we want the people at home, 
we want them to be able to to play along too. So if we guess too quickly, just um, ruin it for everybody. Just ruin just like it. Everything. Who knew that review? Not the person at home because we got it before them. Because <laughs> they suck no, at um, games. Yeah, they suck at games. Unlike me, Joey C. No, it's good. What's so, good, what's going to be great is like we're going to be talking about games that like oh those are old people games. Right. Yeah, our listeners are gonna be like, What? Who knows that? That game's like fucking eighty years old. Oh my grandpa used to play that. Yeah. And the sad thing is is like came out in like two thousand seven. Not really that old. But um all right, so do you who wants to go first? Do you wanna go first? Do you wanna guess why first or why read why first? don't you read first? Okay, here we go. I have them in order of like what I think are probably easiest. You probably hardest, but that's the same yeah, order I'm obviously. going in. I think. Okay, so we'll we'll uh, see here. And this scan is not great, so I might have some trouble reading. Can use it's a little. I was I was able to zoom in on the PDF and that enlarged it. And uh, I zoomed it in. Up. This is not. This one's not the P. Oh, you know what? Let me look at the PDF because I just have. I thought you were prepared. The, I have the um, the little auto player that they have up at the top. I just used that. But oh. you're right. The other one, I have an, a, a PDF, and it was really... Okay. I got it. You ready? Yes, I am ready. All right. I, I, th- I also feel like we're going to need some practice. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm already imagining I'm going to slip a few times. I, 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 I'm going to read it very slowly to okay. make sure. All right. All right, here we go. Ready? Link. <laughs> oh, you're reading. No. Are you reading? <laughs> no. Oh, God damn it. I was making a oh. joke. <laughs> <laughs> the Legend of Blank. <laughs> <clears throat> the right. Legend of Blanka. <laughs> blank to the blank. <laughs> um, okay. The U.S. versions of blank blank have been stunting productivity in our offices since June. Pretty soon, you're going to be just as screwed as we are. Because there are some games you play when you can find the time. Oh, wait, this is an introduction. Do you want me to keep reading? Or should I just no, I skipped. I, I, there's one okay. on here that has an introduction. I was going to uh, skip that because I yeah, feel yeah, that yeah. that's way too. Um, I, I was starting to. I'm like, hmm, wait a minute. Okay, so here's the first review. So this is an EGM review. So first person. Screw it. I'll say the unspeakable. When this sword slinger stepped into the stepped onto the scene, it eviscerated all comers, blank mm. included, and squatted to drop a deuce on their headstones. Blank became my sensei overnight, and I've been abusing buttons ever since. With this sequel, Blank chose to refine its previous work rather than rethink the series' already superb design. Blank is anything but a lamp-heated rehash of Last Generation's Leftovers, and not only because many of you missed Blank's debut. This Blank's been training in secret for years and emerges from its sword school a leaner, faster, more lethal samurai, subtly improved in most every aspect. Anyone can appreciate Blank's unmatched visual polish, and the screenshots you've been staring at all summer only hint at this baby's breathtaking beauty. You've seen the flashes that follow blades as they arc through the air. You've studied the stills of elegant arenas where sunlit filters through stained glass, curves around columns of cold marble, and kisses Blank's perfect breasts. 
but it's what you haven't seen that'll really blow you away. The animation is unbelievable. It's fast and fluid, making even over-the-top moves seem totally convincing. Watching a petite blank deflect a blow from blank's king-sized axe and stagger clear across the stage under a shower of sparks is all the proof you need. Okay, that was I, the first review. I think I got it. Do you want a guess, or should I read the other ones? Read one more. Okay. One more. Reviewer number two. Blank's strategy of refinement carries over to Blank's roster of characters as well. Series fans will be thrilled to see their favorite duelists back in action. Sultry dominatrix Blank's Blank punishments never looked so sexy, and gimpy Blank's undulations are more disturbing than ever. Most of the returning character packs characters pack new moves, combos, and stances, and the whole group has been rebalanced to weed out any unfairness. If you're new to the Blank Club, you'll be immediately impressed. This series has always been about stylish guys and gals wielding impressive weapons, and it's a blast just to explore the intricacies of each available avatar. Sure, the fighting styles are fanciful, but these magically delicious maneuvers look so damn cool that that you likely won't obsess over the lack of martial arts feasibility. If you're a series vet like me, however, you'll probably be a tinge disappointed by the lack of fresh faces. Although each console's version of Blank offers a total of 23 characters, once you've unlocked all the secret ones, realistically only three of them are fundamentally new. Prissy Fencer Blank, Sprightly Blank Babe Blank, and each system's exclusive character, see above. Of those three bonus dudes, Link... (laughs) Uh, well, no, I knew it. I know what it okay. was. Okay, I, I, I knew. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. I, there, were, that review it gets more and more kind of spoilery. So uh, I just um, I have to remember which it's it's Soul Caliber. Oh, which one is it? <laughs> it's not two, is it? Is it? Is that your guess? Hold on. Soul Calibur came on the dream. It had, no, it had to be. It had to be Soul Calibur too. It had to be a big because that was a big deal because it was multi-platform and all that stuff, right? It is Soul Calibur two. Yeah. Um, and that what what I thought was interesting about the review that I thought might throw you off was when that reviewer said, "Series vets like me." I'm that like, means series vets. That's the, that was the thing. So I'm like, that's why I wasn't quite sure because I'm like, well, it's it's it sounds like. It's hard to say it's a series when there's only been two games. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like it's... Uh, that's why I was I, I was thinking, I'm like, oh, maybe it's Battle Arena Toshinden because there's been at least three of those. But then I'm like, I thought he said it was like the second entry. And I'm like, that doesn't... But yeah. So it, it, you knew uh, it after the first one, though? It was after the perky breast or whatever. The fuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> Man, these reviews uh, have not aged very well. Does it, does it have that's... names on, on this one? Does, it who, does, yeah. Who said what? I want to know who that, said who said the worst Shane, things. Shane Bettenhausen. Bettenhausen. Said, oh wow. Yeah. Hmm. Said the. Uh, or sorry, no. Shane Bettenhausen was the one that I just read. Okay. Um, he also messaged or um, said some. Didn't he? Maybe. I thought somewhere. Uh, Sean said the first one. I don't know who Sean was. That it's not Sean Baby, right? Sean Baby? No, no, no. It's no. Sean S H A W N. Sean 
Layden or something like that. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't have their full yeah. name. Um, but yeah, I wondered if the perky breast would or the <laughs> the uh, well, what did it say? And I loved that it was like between pages, so I had to scroll down. So I paused <laughs> on that sentence. Oh, Sean Smith. Uh, Sean Smith. Sean Smith. Okay. Um, the sunlight filters through stained glass, curves around columns of cold marble, and kisses Ivy's perfect breasts. Kisses. What the f- I was like, wow. Okay. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So good job. You got you got the first one. Very nice. Hopefully you got it playing along at home. What did they give it? And I am. And what year was that? Oh, um, they gave it. That was two thousand. It was uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly issue one hundred and seventy, September two thousand and three. And let me see what they gave it. Uh, a ten. So Sean gave it a ten. Shane gave it a nine, and Shu gave it a ten. Oh, they only did three on that one. Yeah. I guess, yeah, they started doing three later on, didn't they? Yeah. All right. <sighs> ready for my first one? I'm ready. Here okay. we go. Okay, I got to do my best to not slip here. Mm-hmm. I sl- I, I'm so glad that I, it took me so long to slip. Okay, so uh, we are saying genres, right? Wait, do you think we decided? It, it, it's. I think it's a judgment call. If you think it'll give it away, then no, but... Well, let's see. Let's see how this goes. Okay. okay. This is the best driving game. I think game. I got it. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> this is the best driving game to come along for some time. Blink may look like a Blink clone on the surface, hmm. but there are many interesting upgrades ranging from power-ups to special combat modes using a split-screen layout. Replay options and plenty of tracks add to the appeal of this super game. That was the first review. Of this super game. Wow. Let me talk through some stuff real quick. So um, so it's a it's a racing game and it seems like a blank clone. So that that, that tells me that it's probably not a Mario Kart game, because usually Mario Kart was the standard that other games were compared to. Um And it sounds like a cart racer, but we'll we'll see. Okay, continue, please. All right, next review. Another hit for Blink. They may not make many games in a year, but the ones they do are spectacular. Cute looking, but not a cakewalk, cakewalk, as this is a game that requires lots of technique to master. Fun Shit. for the kids, but challenging enough for those who take their racing seriously a definite must have okay they don't make uh, i love how this is at a time when game development you could make more than one game in a year they don't make many games in a year yeah no <laughs> shit guess what come to the future they don't make many games in five years um but now i'm i'm backing off of the kart racing thing because now it sounds like it's racing like for those who take racing seriously so it seems like it might be like a racing, racing game. Fun for the kids and for adults. Okay, continue. I'm, I'm feeling right. less confident. All right, all right. Number three. <clears throat> a cute but very good follow-up to Blink. This hmm. game may look cutesy, 
but don't be fooled. It really gets intense. The gameplay is very good and loaded with neat features like instant replay. Huh? The graphics and music are high quality and utilize mode 7 very well. The game mode is a ton seven. of fun and even better in two-player mode. Okay, mode 7 is a big hint. That tells me this is probably a Super Nintendo game. Um, I'm still caught because part of me wants to say that it could be Mario Kart, but I the, the clone thing throws me off. What the fuck game would Mario Kart have been a clone of? So that makes me think maybe it's Stunt Race FX because that definitely used Mode 7. But what would that have been a clone of? I could, I think that was two players, though. And I think Mario Kart was four players, even the SNES one, right? So was it? Oh, shit. Maybe it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Shit. Okay, now. Okay, last one. Let's go. <laughs> All right, this is the last one. Ready? Let's do it. Jammin'. Blank really blast past the fun barrier, bringing all my favorite Blank characters back in one spectacular racing game with plenty of power-ups, racetracks, and obstacles. This is one of those games that is uh, that is very hard to put down, especially with the twin screen action and replays. The replays is throwing me off. Okay. Um, twin screen action. So it's not Mario Kart 64. All of my favorite blank characters. So it's a character racer. So my thought then it's got to be fucking Super Nintendo, right? Because Mode 7 is a Super Nintendo thing. And there's no, like, Diddy Kong. Because that's where I was going next, was, like, Diddy Kong Racing. Um, all right, I'm going to guess. I, mean, I could I could get more. I can. We could do more hints, I guess. Well, we, I, didn't, we, we said we can do as many guesses as we want. So yeah, my primary okay. guess is okay. going to be... Super Mario Kart. Is that your final answer? She sure. Yes. It uses mode seven. The F Zero clone Super what? Mario Kart. Oh, oh. Yeah. F Zero came Mario out. F Zero clone. F Zero. Well, I mean, what they what they considered a clone back in the day. Yeah. F Zero came out before Mario Kart. So it was Mario Kart. It was it's Mario that clone Kart. thing threw me off though, but I got it. So yeah, uh, I, I was I was hesitant to say Mode Seven, but I'm like I'm already on the third review, and if you're not gonna, if that's not a hint, then I don't know what else what else to to give you. Um, yeah, yeah. That the replay threw me off too, but then I remember like when the game ends, like when the race ends, it kind of just shows like kind of a replay of it, sort of. Going. Yeah, like while the results are coming up, yeah. or like if I finish before you, it starts, it goes through and shows yeah. you, I think, or me or something. So, yeah, I can see that. But yeah, that I know in 64 there was a replay. So that's where it was throwing me off. But then the mode seven thing, I'm grateful you said that because I think I would have been screwed without it. Um, that was that was my yeah. easy one. Uh, that was oh, from no. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, EGM uh, issue 40 from November 1992. Uh, they don't have um, who gave it a what, but it got a nine nine eight eight, uh, and they also uh, spelled Mario Kart with a C in one of them. 
what yep good good copy it's so funny to read yeah to read old old video game journalism because it wasn't always (laughs) uh top quality writing but um okay you ready for your next one yeah after that display i think i'm ready (laughs) (laughs) all right so this is not a this is not an egm review so it's not structured the same so i'll just read you the sections as they're broken up okay Okay, here we go. Even though the version we reviewed was only 80% complete, it already had more levels, better graphics, and better gameplay than the original had a year ago. The only thing the programmers can do is add more to this game. In this quest, Blank and the Blanks have kidnapped Blank and are are ransoming him for the Blank from... Blank. Blank and his. Actually, I'm, I'm going to get rid of this descriptor because I think I'm probably going to. Blank and his blank blank set out to find blank. <laughs> but blank isn't going to make things easy for the blanks. He has all the types of. He has all types of beautifully rendered but devilishly despicable enemies on hand, like. Peg-legged crocodiles, wretched rats, and pitiless piranhas. Blank does his deeds in some of the most cleverly illustrated levels ever seen on a home system. Wait until you ride the skulls in the blank, or blast through the thorny jungles in blank. The game has more than 100 levels with 8 unique areas to explore. As usual, there are tons of hidden areas and bonus games, so you'll be playing this one well into next Christmas. That's one section. You have a sense? I, th- I think I got an idea. I want to hear another one. Okay. The rendered graphics are superb and extremely clean. They're especially impressive when you consider this is a 16-bit cart-based game, not some fancy-schmancy CD system. As a matter of fact, this is what blank should have looked like. The smoothly scrolling layered backgrounds also add nice graphical touches like the rain in the blank to this superb looker. Like last year's blank, the music and sounds once again equal the blank's best. The music rocks out in places and tones down in more dramatic scenes. From the monkey's echoes of ooh ooh when it's trapped in the blank, to the crocodile's snapping jaws, this game erupts with sonic treats. The control is pretty much the same as in the last game. You can switch between blank and blank and can run, jump, and throw just like in blank. The only caveat is that some levels are extremely tough, so younger players may ask their monkey's uncle for a hand with the game. There's one more section after I, this. I, I got it. I got it. I, you I got it. What is it? I had to. I had to wait because I wasn't quite sure if it was the first or the second one. But it's Donkey Kong Country Two. It is Donkey Kong Country Two. Diddy's Conquest. The, the, yep. the, the monkey thing sealed it for me that it yeah. was definitely Donkey Kong Country. But I just I couldn't. You said something about last year's, and I'm like, and I'm like trying to think back. I'm like, wait, did he see last year's in that first part? I'm like, I didn't realize that those games were only a year apart too. Yeah, same. But 
Yeah, well, well when Nintendo doesn't make many games in a year. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, the thing that I, I cut out early on, it was only in the second paragraph, and it said, um, Blank and his gorilla friend, mm. Dixie. And mm. so I was like, gorilla friend might give it away. Yeah. Um, but then I started letting some of the more, you know, monkey centric stuff slip later on. Cause yeah. I was like, that'll, you know, um, but yeah, so, so this is from game pro ah. and it got, so they had their little scale of like, you know, did it, it did it blow, scale. did it blow the guy's mind? It blew their mind for every category <laughs> oh, graphics, damn. five out of five sound, five out of five control, five out of five. Uh, I can't read what that last one is. Five out of five. I think it was just a fun um, factor. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, yeah. So for those uh, of you who aren't old enough to remember uh, Game Pro's <laughs> uh, review scale, it was basically like a drawing, like a, a very like loose drawing of a guy's head that was either like sleeping, which was zero, and then to his mind being like literally blown like like a nuclear explosion on his head for a five, yeah. Like um, being a, yeah, electrocuted or something. Yeah, that was that was their scale. It was dumb. Yeah, and it was color coded. Yeah, red was was extreme, and blue was um, bad. But yeah, so they gave it full full marks. This is from Game Pro issue seventy seven in December, nineteen ninety five. So. Good job. We're batting a thousand. Yeah, I never played Dunk Gun Country so 2. Never played it. It was great. It was really good. Played the first one, and I was like, I'm good with it. That's good. I don't need any more. <laughs> All right, so my next one here, Um, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to read the synopsis. I'm going to read the reviews. So, all right. Okay, here we go. Give me a second here. I just need to like kind of look over this here and see what I should leave out. Okay. I'm going to leave some stuff in because it's still vague enough for you to uh, figure it out. I've played many different first-person shooters over the years, and Mm. few have really left a lasting impression. Blank is one of those few. Looking beyond the occasional graphical glitch, you have a game filled with the top of cool wait. You have a game filled to the top with cool bits. Cool bits. Cool uh bits. whether you're sniping a Nazi officer from afar or hmm. dropping grenades down a hatch to take out a group of evil krauts, you can't help but feel that's like colorful language. Yes. <laughs> you can't help but feel like a <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I'll say it. You can't help but feel like a World War II allied badass. The missions and objectives make you feel like you're actually in the war. The levels have a very real look about them, as do the objects and characters therein. Then there's the sound effects and music. You have to hear them to believe just how they draw you into the game. In addition to the ambient sound and music and overall motif, missions are broken up with old-time footage of war with excellent narration. Hmm. 
It's like a little history lesson. This is a long one, by the way. Uh, multiplayer is one-on-one, -on -one, unfortunately. Four-player would have been incredible. But it's still a blast, especially when you unlock some of the secret multiplayer levels and cheats. As for replayability, you open up all kinds of secret stuff by going back into levels and going back for better accuracy, more kills, etc. You get medals for finishing particular missions. Do a fantastic job beating the entire game, and you will be awarded blank. This mm. one's a classic. I think I know it, especially based on right at the end. Um, so that's that's it. That's the end, right? That's, that's the end thing. of that one review. There's more. Oh, that was just oh, okay, that was gotcha. that was like the the main review. Okay, gotcha. So I'm leaning toward Medal of Honor. So when you started and you were saying, you know, take out a bunch of Nazi soldiers, I was immediately like Wolfenstein. Um, but you said graphical glitches and you said that there are movies that play. And so it seems like they're taking a historical approach. And early on when Medal of Honor came out, that was sort of the tact that a lot of companies were taking was ultra realism. It was almost like they were trying to pay tribute to the war in a way. Um, which they got some criticism for because, of course, in some of them you could play as Nazis. So I'm, I'm leaning towards Medal of Honor, um, but go ahead and read the next. Okay. Especially because at the end you said something like, you get medals during the levels, and if, if you beat the whole game, you get the blank. I'm like, would, wouldn't Medal of Honor be the perfect medal there? I mean, do you want to make a guess or you want to just keep going? I'm going to make a guess. I'm not going to lose anything. I'm going to guess Medal of Honor. You are not, correct. You, can... you are 100% yeah, correct. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. that. I'm surprised you got that one and not Mario Kart, one of your favorite games, <laughs> game series, I guess, because that's not your favorite one. Mario Kart 64 is your favorite, right? Mario Kart 8, I think now. Really? Because Mario Kart 8 plays like Mario Kart 64 does in my memory. And if I pick up Mario Kart 64 now, I'm like, oh, God, it's so slow. <laughs> Um, so Mario Kart 8, I think, does a really great job of... Well, I mean, have you played Mario Kart uh, 64 on your uh, Switch emulation yet? I gotta wait for the controller. Oh, I can't play it with the... <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But... I'm curious what it, what it looks like, though. Because they said that in Ocarina of Time, they got rid of a lot of fog. And so it looks kind of weird, because you can see really far in some of the levels. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'm wondering if they got rid of the fog in 64. So, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that was from EGM, uh, issue 126, January 2000, uh, scanned at 600 DPI. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sean gave it a 9.0, Crispin gave it a 9.0, Che gave it an 8.5, and John D gave it a 9.5. It'll be really interesting when we start getting to bad games, like, <laughs> like famously bad games, you know? Um, but maybe that'll be a special category where it'll be like, no, I think, so you I, know, this I, I don't think it, I don't think it, I, I think with this game, I think we could just go and just, as, as long as it's a popular, just read it. As long as it was a, as it was a well known game, even if it was a terrible flop, like yeah. as long as you, as long as it was well known in one way or another, I think it's a, it's fair game. It doesn't have to be okay. a good game. No one said that. That's not in the, that's not yeah. in your notes there. That's true. So suck it. Um, <laughs> I'm changing the notes. Good job. Um, Good okay. job. So you ready for your last one? Yes. Okay. Review number one. Never before have I seen a game with this much depth and detail. 
Few RPGs can hope to have the emotional draw this this one has. The graphics and sounds blow away all other RPGs. This is the new standard. The Mode 7 scenes are pretty cool, albeit a little pixelized. If you've ever wanted an epic story and lots of hidden things to find, Blank is a must. It's almost a 10. It's going to be near impossible to top this. That's a very vague review. <laughs> Get ready, because there's more vague oh, reviews. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see. Huh? It's a Mode 7, so it's definitely super... I like it. It's mode seven, but it looks a little pixelated. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's a super Nintendo yeah, no. game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh RPG. Super Nintendo. When you first said it was uh, what was the first line? What was that first line? Never before have I seen a game with this much depth and detail. I was gonna make a joke and say it's missed. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. Uh, Hit me with the next one. All right, here we go. Forget every other RPG out there. Blank has produced a killer RPG that few companies will ever be able to match. Blank has everything. Stunning graphics, incredible music, and so many twists and turns to the plot that you could just play this forever. And heck, why not? The interface is superb and you really do get involved with the game. Welcome to the new standard of role-playing games, folks. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to guess it's probably a square game of some sort. It, it's, what else would have been gold standard of games at that time for RPGs specifically, especially Super Nintendo. So it's like Secret of Mana, Final Fantasy 3, uh, Chrono Trigger. Uh, what are other games they put out at the time? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go over the next one. There's, there's too many to name. So next. All right. Blank can do no wrong with this game. Blank is quite possibly the best role-playing game I have ever played. From beginning to end, the game's intricate and involving storyline will keep RPG fans playing this from hours on end. From hours on end? With its 24 megs of muscle, Blank boasts some of the most beautiful graphics and music in any video game. It's going to be tough to beat this game out for RPG of the Year. These are the most vague bullshit <laughs> fucking who fucking wrote these reviews. Oh my God. What I loved about when I was reading these, I was like, these could be any game. At like, least you could just, at least you were able to discern like, Oh, it sounds like super Mario Kart, but I'm not quite yeah. sure. This is like 18 different RPGs on the fucking <laughs> super Nintendo in one year. Yeah. All right. Hit me with the last one. All right, here we go. Last one. If you don't already get the picture, this is the RPG to get. If you're a fan of the genre, you'll die for it. If you've never played one, it will draw you in. What makes it so special? From the movie-like intro to the beautifully woven story, it is as good as it gets. It's not just all cerebral. There are awesome tunes accompanying the story, and the graphics are great. If you don't get the hint, get this game. These are the fucking bullshit <laughs> reviews. This is this is like the most generic fucking. That's what I thought was so interesting is like you you could have not played the game. You could have just written 
The graphics are amazing. The music is wonderful. Well, that's the, the thing is they all intricate. wrote. They all wrote. It's like the one per, like ah oh, shit. No one else can write the reviews this this month. Uh, I guess I'll just write four of them, make it seem like it's four different people, and then yeah. just mention the same things over and over again. <laughs> Dude, I have no fucking clue. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> again, I I have like ideas, but I, nothing nothing solid based on those generic ass reviews okay so this was egm's game of the month editor's choice platinum it got four nines this is from uh electronic gaming monthly 63 published um where does it say that it doesn't say that it looks like 1994 four okay 94 you want the developer i can give you that i mean can i just take a guess and say it's squaresoft it is squaresoft okay you I'm, are correct. yeah i think that was that's pretty much the gold standard of <laughs> whatever, whatever fucking bullshit they said <laughs> <laughs> okay so what do they put out in 94 chrono, chrono trigger was late right chrono trigger was like 95 Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? No, hold on. <laughs> Seriously, you, you couldn't have picked like a more generic. It's probably Chrono Trigger because you're an asshole because you, it's your favorite <laughs> fucking game of all time. And you found like the worst fucking review of it possible. <laughs> Am I right? Is it Chrono Trigger? No. Okay, it's not Chrono Trigger. All right. That still doesn't <laughs> narrow it down. <laughs> 94. What did they put out in 94? This game is on uh, all four of these reviewers' favorite games. It says current favorite games. All four of them have it listed as their That's That doesn't mean favorite games. That doesn't mean anything. Because like, if, you, if you go into any of the reviews, if you look at their current games, it's just whatever they reviewed that month. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Um. Final Fantasy 3? It is Final Fantasy 3. Good job. That's such <laughs> bullshit. That was such bullshit. That's why I saved it for last. That is, because... you, you fucking played it. You dirty dog. You dirty dog. <laughs> I thought about looking up like another review, but I couldn't find the Nintendo Power issue with it. Um, and a lot of the Nintendo Power like issues that I was finding didn't have reviews like this. It would be like their feature for that month. So they yeah. would talk about it, but not like give a review of it. Yeah, so. They didn't really do reviews like early on, even for well until like the 64. Like, I don't think they actually did reviews really. Did yeah. They? Even some of the game pro issues that I looked up, some of the early ones had more, they had like a lot of previews and stuff, but I couldn't find a lot of, they were more like, like recommend. They were reviews. more like just recommendations, sort of thing. Like they, yeah. they were a buyer's guide. Yeah, like they weren't much, like a yeah. review site. But but you did get it. So such congrats. that was such bullshit. It was such. <laughs> I know. Because everyone, like you said, is like the story's great, the music's great, the did, graphics did, are awesome. Did someone just like get put it. like all RPG Super Nintendo RPG reviews into a, uh, an AI and have it spit out a review? <laughs> Because that's basically what it was. <laughs> Such uh, fucking horse shit. You fucking <laughs> cheater. You fucking cheater. I didn't cheat. You got it right. <laughs> God 
Damn. Is the next one going to be, <laughs> you're going to go look it's, up a new it, one. Yeah, I was going to say, this is not nearly as hard <laughs> as that. Okay. Here we go. It's missed. It's missed. You're right. You, you got it. I didn't have <laughs> yeah, to read it. It's a bad game. More like not missed because <laughs> I got it. Please. Okay. All right. Here we go. You goddamn dirty dog. <laughs> I've played the arcade game extensively and consider myself a fairly good player. The graphics, <clears throat> the graphics don't compare to the arcade and the control is sluggish. You'll do a move, and a while later, it'll happen on screen. I'd like to have it be more responsive. The computer, the computer can do unbelievable combos, ones that no human can do. It is an okay translation from the coin-op, and the audio is it. top-notch. Blank should have had endings added. Blank is okay, but it's certainly not the best. I think... At this point, that it's Killer Instinct, um, but I'm not positive. And that Killer Instinct's probably on my mind because in Donkey Kong Country, when they were talking about the graphics, that's one of the games I had to blank out. They said Killer Instinct should have looked like this. Mm. That's what they said, and I was like, "Ooh, that's an interesting comparison." Um, but the combination, so the combo thing, because you said you'll do something on screen and then it'll happen, and I'm like, "That eh, doesn't seem like a Mortal Kombat or a Street Fighter." Because that seemed pretty one-to-one in terms of the movement. So I was thinking maybe it was a 3D fighter. But then you said, like, the the computer, the computer, which is really funny, because I now that I think about it, we don't call it... Do people call it the computer now? I don't think so. But back then, it was like, the com- I'm, I'm playing the computer, which sounds fucking weird now. Yeah, it does sound weird now. What were you playing with? I'm playing the computer. Play what? The, I'm playing the computer. <laughs> Um, you would probably just say like playing the. What would you say now? I don't know. I guess you might say the computer single player, playing arcade mode. Yeah, I'm playing single player, playing against the AI, the bot, the AI, the bot. I think you might say computer still, depending on the context. If you're an old, it just sounds weird now. If you're yeah, if you're an old, the kids these these days say Brandon. (laughs) I'm playing against Brandon, and they know what it means. It's it's a it's a it's a secret hidden anyways so i think it's killer instinct but i'm not sure so go ahead and read another you want another one okay <clears throat> here's another yeah. hit i must admit that i despised the arcade version when i first tried it but hmm. after playing it on the blank i've grown to like it first off this is a near perfect translation from the arcade that's all, not what the other person said <laughs> all the characters moves, and techniques have been included. Being able to play as blank is a bonus. It's also a bonus that it's bundled with the blank. Either way, you win. This blank version is a little more glitchy, but you never really notice. Don't leave this one on the shelf. Wow, now now I'm confused. Bundled with the blank. That would sounds like some kind of peripheral. But what game came bundled? Oh no, not Mario Paint. <laughs> that was not in the arcades. <laughs> um, but you did say characters and moves, so I'm still thinking it's some kind of like fighting game. 
But then you said being able to play as blank is cool or something. Shit, now I feel less confident. What would Killer Instinct have come bundled with? Okay, uh, I, so I, I feel like I, I maybe blanked out as something I shouldn't have. Um, okay. I blanked out the system that it came on. Okay. Uh, which is the Sega Saturn. Wow. I, 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 I thought about that as I was saying it. I'm like, should I, should I? I'm like, I blanked it out just in case. And I'm like, you know what? No, you didn't blank out any of the Super Nintendo stuff. So I'm going to not blank out that. So, okay. Sega Saturn. So then it could be Virtual Fighter. I think that was... I think that was ported. Did that? You know what? I don't know a lot about Sega, so that might have come bundled with a stick. But go ahead and read another review, please. Fans of the ori- the arcade original can finally start saving those quarters because blank for the Sega Saturn has arrived. At first glance, you'll notice that all the visuals are nearly identical to the arcade. All the moves are here, all with their lethal combos and their lifelike animation that made the game stand out. The option to configure the game to your liking is an added bonus. Even a new mode after you beat the game. This is a leap above the arcade. That didn't help much, but I'm going to say Virtual Fighter. You are correct, sir. Yeah. See, the should... Sega thing did. Yeah. yeah. It kind of gave it away a little bit. Because I'm like, what else? Because Sega has always been really good about porting their arcade games, um, making them look really close to the originals. But what did throw me off a little bit is that the first guy was like, eh, doesn't really convey, it doesn't really capture the arcade experience. It's delayed. And so, okay. The other one's like, it's perfect. Okay. So here, you want to hear the review scores? So yeah. uh, the, the, the two Six. that, the two that said it was perfect, uh, Nine. an 8.5 and an eight. Uh, that was okay. Dano and Al. They gave him Perf- as a perfect game. Eight. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> uh, Ed, who said it was nothing like the arcade and said it was super sluggish. He gave it an eight. Ed Sam, Samrad. Uh, wait. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think Is so. EGM. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, Sushi X gave it a seven. Su- Sushi X. Whoever, whoever was Sushi X at the time. I don't know who was, uh, yeah. this was, uh, EGM issue 72, 19 July, 1995. So I don't know. Yeah, the reviews for Final Fantasy Three were Ed Samrad, Daniel Carpenter, Al Manuel, and Sushi X. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know who Sushi X would have been at this time. Yeah. Um. All right. So we got all of them. See, this is easy. This is an easy game. Next month, harder. Next month, obscure games. <laughs> <laughs> Car Racer 2000 on the. <laughs> oh wait, there, there there was one on here that I was I was like I'm like I should just be a dick and just pick this one and I'm like I don't remember, I don't even remember what fucking I I don't even yeah yeah ty- Adam's family for the Game Boy tyrants for the Genesis. <laughs> or we're gonna pick like a like like Tiger Woods 99 or something. yeah I pick That's a sports like- game. <laughs> Madden NFL seven. NFL football for the game for the Atari Lynx. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what did you th- what did you think? I thought this was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was that was uh that yeah. was that was better than I thought it was gonna be. You even got Final Fantasy three, which literally had zero descriptive <laughs> language in there. <laughs> All I knew is that it was a Squaresoft published uh RPG that was put on the Super I, Nintendo, which again I was didn't like even have to... eight billion games. 
to choose exactly. from. Exactly. I probably didn't even have to blank that name out. I probably could have just left it in, and you would have been. It wouldn't. It would. Yeah. Position. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have changed my mind. It would have still been like which yeah. which one was it. Yeah, but this is good. All right. Well, we'll definitely be doing that again at some point. Maybe we can get some more people in on it. Um, I'll I'll try to tune it up a little bit. I'll make a list of the games that we've already guessed. Um, and then I'll I'll make a list of some places and maybe I'll I'll put it in the show notes um when I uh, probably next time so that people can uh submit suggestions if they want. But um Where would they submit those suggestions, Joey? They would you know where they would submit them? Where actually where would they submit to them? Pretty Pixels Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media and contact us there and be like, hey, what's up? This is what we want you to do. Um, that sounds weird. <laughs> Thirty minutes foot I want a foot foot session. Wait, what? Uh we don't we don't do that yet. That's the other that's the pretty foot podcast. Oh, um yeah. you but you can get us on social to the media. Patreon I'm for at, that. Exactly. <laughs> I'm on uh Twitter at Losperman. Ron is on Twitter at Big Bad Ron. And his Instagram is handsome boy Frank. You can check out his kitty. Um, or not Big Bad Ron for checking out my, fa- my face himself. Uh until next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for playing along, and we will catch you later. Bye. Bye.